0: Hello, Mzanzi, and welcome to Farmers Inside Track, episode 183. I'm your host, Don In this edition, Samkelo Boy, the co-founder of Abalusi, an agri-tech startup that provides community-based livestock management and marketplace tailored to mitigate smallholder farmer challenges, weighs in on the development of agri-tech in Mzanzi, and he specifically focuses on how farmers can invest more to grow their enterprise. Food for Mzanzi commercial
1: journalist Octavius Pandil, over to you. Thank you, Dawn. Samkelo, let's kick it off with a general overview of where Mzanzi is at with the development of AgriTech, and is the progress at a satisfactory rate.
2: So looking at Mzanzi in particular and uh, you know, its development within AgriTech whether it is growing at a satisfactory rate or not. I definitely say when you look at agri-tech and when we look at Africa versus, you know, the whole continent, we definitely have some room of improvement. I say this with a pinch of salt because when I look at the commercial side of things, we quite matured in identifying technologies that need to be used by farmers, and we've been doing really, really well in that area. But when we look at the smallholder or small-scale sector, there hasn't been, you know, too much focus within that area. And it's only now, you know, where we see a lot of startups becoming more inclusive when it comes to agri-tech-focused initiatives. If you look at our counterparts, you know, Kenya and also Nigeria, there are a lot of solutions or platforms as well that really focus around inclusive solutions which is something that i think we have a little bit of more growing to do we're going in the right direction i just needs to be more mature enough for all types of farmers to be able to leverage and use technologies
1: what are your thoughts on agricultural practices developed during the green revolution are they becoming unsustainable especially in the face of climate change and a growing population
2: i think this is a two contrasting questions but i think the context is very important. It's important for us to understand that the world at that point in time had a great need and agency for greater production of food. And that time it worked so well to feed the whole nation. And I guess that addresses the food security concern. But then what we also need to realize is that it's unsustainable. Green revolution, as much as it did come with a lot of good things, There's a lot of negative things that came with it as well due to its impact on soil, crop production, pollution, the amount of water that is consumed in this production cycle. So I think the more question that we should be asking ourselves is, has it matured? And is it time now as the world to be able to think about how do we now ensure that we manage these uh, elements or natural resources more in an efficient and smarter way? maybe give birth to the fourth industrial revolution and inclusion of technologies to be able to monitor and increase production efficiency so i think it was relevant for the time being and it's time maybe to now rethink on the how do we now transition or move everyone to a new revolution that speaks to sustainability because there's no point in producing a lot of food and securing or closing off the need for food insecurity if tomorrow We won't have the natural resources to produce the food that we need to eat every day.
1: What are the key challenges farmers in Mzanzi should be well aware of before making a decision to invest in agri-tech?
2: You know, when wanting to adopt technologies, I think one big one is the investment in technology. It could be high, and farmers need to understand that it's an investment. It's not something that you will be able to see immediately returning benefits or monetary benefits to you, and it requires, you know, for you to critically understand that it is an investment and it's something that will improve your efficiency productivity but it it may not yield return on investment in a short period of time and one thing that you do have to consider as well is the large learning curve that you'll have to do when it comes to using these technologies because relying on experts can also be costly to have expert hand-holding you in at least initial stages of how to use these technologies, etc., might be quite important and knowledge ramp up for yourself to be tech-savvy and become more independent comes to its usage as well. Something that may not necessarily be at the hands of the farmers themselves is infrastructure. You know, you does this technology require internet? You know, what happens when you're in a remote area that doesn't have good internet? Does this technology accommodate uh, you know for situations where you're offline and you know you can't connect to anyone so it is those kind of challenges that I think you know farmers need to be aware of and one other challenge is understanding of the actual technology so it's identifying does this technology actually work for my farming operations what is it specifically going to uh, do for me and I think farmers need to critically be able to identify that before they make that kind of investment
1: what are your tips to farmers who are hesitant about making an investment in agritech, especially the ones who value traditional farming to their core?
2: Those farmers really need to understand technology is not a, a by the way or should I invest. You know, the whole ecosystem around you is moving to a fourth industrial revolution. All technologies, all industries, or most industries have an element of technology in them and this is especially important for farmers to adopt technologies to be able to access a greater ecosystem that is beyond them as well and also just looking at specifically at the farmer technology can yield some more sustainable measures for you to become more productive and also you know even make more money right because if you save resources you optimize your processes it could potentially lead to greater revenue potential for yourself as well. So I think for those farmers, it's good to be hesitant. That means you're quite critical in in identifying that what you want to get involved in, which goes to the point that I did mention. It's quite important for farmers to identify, okay, there is a technology out here, but then how is this relevant for me? What value will this bring for me? And I also challenge these farmers to investigate more on what kind of technologies would work for me. What does a support structure look like? You know, am I going to get any trainings and all of those things? Because I think it's just the fear you know, of the unknown. Some things that can cause frustrations or delays uh, in your production is mainly understanding. If you can't use the technology, it will frustrate you. But I think a combination of uh, the usage of technology and your uh, traditional way of thinking is the true or perfect mixture to creating a successful enterprise. because. Technology is not the silver bullet. It doesn't solve all of your problems. It is one of the key elements that can help farmers to become more efficient, sustainable and more resilient.
1: And finally, what are the top five agri-tech apps farmers in Mzanzi should be using right now?
2: I'll just mention companies and not necessarily the applications, but I think farmers should definitely follow the awareness company. They have a, a cool application called the Hydra app another one is a cooler inputs app as well for farmers to purchase inputs uh, for their production there's one called hello choice which is a cool app for that purchases of take from farmers to be able to uh, sell to uh, donate some of their produce or excess produce as well which is a, a quite a cool application uh, to follow green fingers is another one so farmers should look at that and also for them to be on the lookout, still in, in development, uh, the, the Abelusi app, which is you know the company that you know we're founding, which specifically focuses on livestock farmers and, and creating markets for them. So I think there's a lot of really, really cool things happening in South Africa that farmers should be on the lookout for.
0: Thanks, Octavia. And it was great having you here on Farmers Inside Track. That is, of course, Samkelo Boy, the co-founder of Abalusi, an agritech startup, Next up, and before we let you go, we celebrate this week's hashtag Soil Sister, Ritle Lomola. She's an entrepreneur that started in the luxury retail space that switched to agriculture. This dynamic play in the agri-space shares more about her agribusiness.
3: I'm an entrepreneur in business for the past eight years. I started in the luxury retail as well as the travel retail. And then I also ventured into hardware Got a diploma in chemistry and honors in chemistry, got BCom finance, and I'm an MBA graduate. How we started was we wanted to plant the crops for essential oils and then processed in the farm. And then obviously send them out to the prospective customers. We had to look for a farm. We found one guy was not interested in the farm per se. According to in a contract agreement to manage his farm from last year. The farm is in Gauteng, Mahalisb. There's livestock and there is orchard. We plant the food crops, the jasmine, lemongrass, and rose geranium, as well as partnering in livestock because there's good margins with the livestock in terms of breeding and auctioning.
0: Bichler also talks more about what keeps her motivated and some advice to other women interested in farming. The world
3: is a buzz with food security issues. With farming, with the land, you definitely cannot go wrong. Irrespective of the disasters, pandemics, people need to eat. And food security, with all this climate change, has become a critical, debatable issue. Looking at the farm, I'm seeing a huge potential. There are a lot of things that can be done. There will be skilled transfers. There's a lot that we can do. Get an investor to really implement what you want to do. That business can be profitable within a I mean, a year. Do your research. The things that I've learned when I started doing my research about the area, about the soil, about the community, all of that, it helps you to build a viable business plan what I found is that I could have started this earlier. I was caught up in the paralysis analysis because too much research as well can divert you from your ultimate goal. You need to set timelines. When are you going to start? Small steps, they build up to something bigger and then have a little bit of savings because finance institutions, if they have to give you any business loan, they'll want you to show some level of commitment.
0: Thank you so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. Likle, everything of the best with your farming business. She's, of course, one of the amazing women selected for the Koteva Woman Agripreneur 2022 program. You can, of course, read more about her farming business and journey in this dynamic space on www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And that's a wrap from me to Numdu. Octavius Pandil, our producer Megan van der and the rest of the Foodform Zanzi team have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now.
1: Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Foodform Zanzi so much.